of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Just close your eyes. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Just lift his name up. Just thank him. Thank him for January. Thank him for February. Thank him for March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Just give him glory. Just, just thank him. Just thank him for protection. Thank him for provision. Thank him for his healing grace. I believe there were times that you were not well. By the hand of the Lord delivered you. Just lift up your voice and give him glory. Lift up your voice and give him glory. Lift up your voice and give him glory. Lift up your right hand with me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Say this morning. This morning. I declare. I declare that my heart. That my heart is open. Is open. Say, I declare. I declare that my spirit. That my spirit is open. Is open. Say, I declare. I declare that the heavens. That the heavens are open. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord as you take your seats. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, it's as if you people are tired this morning. Hallelujah. We thank God for a Sunday morning like this. Amen. Tell somebody it's good to be in church. Tell another person it's good to be seated by you. Hallelujah. How many of you are ready for the word this morning? How many of you are ready for the word? All right. My prayer for you this morning is that God will deposit something in your spirit which will help you in your walk in this life and particularly in your walk with God. Amen. Yeah. For those of you who were at uh, Hour of Travail on Friday, I told you I'll be starting a new series today. All right. I know the church series I did 18 sermons on the church it's left with two they will come hallelujah they'll come it's left with some two be they'll definitely come because I didn't finish with the letters to the churches I think I did about three or so uh, I'll, I'll combine the rest into two sermons they'll come at the right time hallelujah yeah but I believe at this point in time God will have us start another series amen and this series is on on the subject of unclean spirits unclean spirits everybody say unclean spirits hallelujah we talk about unclean spirits we talk about demons we talk about principalities powers but a lot of us don't really know what these things are we don't know what they do we don't know and these things are supposed to help us to understand the world we are walking in hallelujah I mean, you may not be afflicted by these things, but you may know somebody, as I teach and as I unmask these unclean spirits, you know that, no, this thing this person is going through, the problem is that he's being afflicted by unclean spirits. And with your knowledge, you can help that person. Hallelujah. And even if you yourself too, you are under affliction by some of these unclean spirits, by information and by illumination, you can liberate yourself. Hallelujah. And that is why we need to learn about these things. It's, it's important. Whether we like it or not, unclean spirits are all around us. 
whether we like it or not we will confront them in our walk on this earth whether we like it or not they are there we can't wish them away it's to our advantage that we understand them understand how they operate because the truth is that a lot of unclean spirits have infiltrated the church and if you don't understand how unclean spirits operate you don't understand the modus operandi of unclean spirits you may witness an unclean spirit moving or an unclean spirit operating and you attribute it to the spirit of god and unfortunately that is what is happening in church now there are a lot of pastors who are actually sorcerers and diviners but we don't have the discernment we don't have the information to be able to tell that no this is not from god and this is from god hallelujah so during this series i'm going to teach you about certain things i'm going to teach you about certain specific if we say we are going to deal with all the unclean i mean we'll, we'll never finish this series but i'm selecting specific ones which i believe are problematic in our time and during the series try and come to church don't say you wait and listen on the podcast or listen on the church page because there are some of the times i'll show videos if you are listening on the podcast you will not see our podcast is not a video video cast <laughs> hallelujah at times i'll show you specific things when i start talking about okay you will get there i'll show you videos i'll show you certain things all right so make sure you are in church i'm starting today i'm going to continue on wednesday at midweek so those of you who have decided to ask for midweek dear i won't come try and come hallelujah otherwise there will be gaps in your lecture notes make sure you come hallelujah yeah so i'll be dealing with things like familiar spirit i'll be dealing with things the bible talks about seducing spirits seducing spirits the bible talks about witchcraft a lot of us use the word witchcraft and we don't understand i've thought on the subject of witchcraft i think some time back those who are, were early in the church who came earlier i told you two different categories of witchcraft the fleshly aspect of witchcraft and the witchcraft that is an evil power that is what most of us know but when it comes to the fleshly aspect of witchcraft there are a lot of people christians who are working in it but they don't even know so i'll go deeper on the subject of witchcraft that one i taught you was surface anatomy this one we are going to go deeper into the subject of witchcraft hallelujah when it comes to seducing spirits when i talk about seducing spirits we are not necessarily talking about seducing a man to sleep with you or a man seducing a woman to sleep with her when we talk about seduction we are talking about enticement with the aim of leading astray that is what seduction is and any form of seduction works on the desires of the subject of the seduction amen so if you like money you can be seduced into ritual money occultism for you to get money is the work of a seducing spirit amen so i'll go into some of these things things like freemasonry and stuff like that it's a certain desires people have for certain things that lead them into some of these things and there are a lot of these things that are actually camouflaged a lot of people who are into these things don't even know that they are dealing with the occult we'll talk a bit about occultism and stuff like that hallelujah I was telling you on Friday that a lot of preachers don't like talking about these things because it's like, hey, these things you are 
sort of disturbing some waters and they'll come and attack you in the night i told you me why should i be afraid of things that are afraid of me hallelujah the things i'm gonna they're afraid of me because of my positioning as a child of god why should i be afraid of them we need to expose the works of the enemy hallelujah all right so we are starting today and today i'm going to start with the subject of familiar spirits everybody say familiar spirit how many of you have heard the word familiar spirit before or the term familiar spirit before all right now when we talk about unclean spirits somebody will ask what are unclean spirits where do they come from when we say unclean spirits where do they come from for the avoidance of doubt sometimes preachers assume the congregation are aware of certain things but for the sake of all of us being on the same page i'm going to go into some basics hallelujah i believe you all know that the head of these unclean spirits is called satan the devil the adversary and how come satan became what he is now satan became what he is now because he attempted a rebellion in heaven several years ago when you read isaiah chapter 14 he said i will ascend unto the throne of god he looked at god's throne and he coveted it he wanted to be like the most high and so he instigated a rebellion in heaven i'm sure he went around and accused god to the other angels and he managed to convince one third of the hosts of heaven i'm talking about the angels to follow him in his diabolical plan to overthrow god from his throne for him to take the throne of god but you see revelation reveals to us the book of revelation reveals to us that michael and his angels michael is an archangel he's a warring angel they fought against this devil and the one third of the angels that rebelled with him and at the end of the day they were thrown out of heaven so when they were thrown out of heaven they were thrown here onto the earth some of them entered mountains some of them entered rivers some of them entered trees that's why they will say hey this river is a god it is an evil spirit it is an unclean spirit that has possessed that river that is why it can display some supernatural qualities hallelujah there are some trees you can't cut them down i live in tema there's this tree at a former meridian hotel it was one of the top hotels in ghana when they were building the hotel the tree is so big the stem is like maybe it's bigger than from this pillar to this pillar huge tree like that they have tried for years to cut that tree down they couldn't they brought bulldozer you will cut with the chainsaw all the chainsaws will break brought bulldozer to try and dig at like and so they concluded that the tree was a god so when you go there they've, they've wrapped it with white calico and they go and pour libation there there is an unclean spirit inside there hallelujah this one is not chainsaw that will cause the tree to be cut down somebody must go and command that unclean spirit to leave and they'll realize that even normal cutlass can bring down this tree hallelujah so whether we like it or not we are living in a world with unclean spirits they are all around us 
they are operating around us they are operating on their own they are operating with human beings some of them are even operating in the church and working in conjunction with Christians who don't even know they are working in conjunction with unclean spirits I told you during fire early that when Satan wants to do something in a church bad in a church he will not look for somebody from outside most of the time you look for somebody within whose characteristics and whose weaknesses fit the assignment that was why he chose the serpent for the purpose of deceiving adam and eve when satan wanted to use one of jesus's followers to capture him he didn't go for peter or john or anybody he went for judas iscariot the reason is that judas iscariot when you read his story the guy liked money he liked money judas iscariot didn't betray jesus christ because he disliked jesus christ no i believe he really liked jesus but he just saw an opportunity to make quick money he just saw an opportunity Charlie, let me just make quick money and go how do i know he liked money the day the woman with the alabaster box of perfume the day she broke the alabaster box and poured it upon jesus christ and the bible said some of the apostles were with indignation in their heart that this thing it was judas iscariot who was talking he said this thing that she had poured on jesus and wasted it it is worth one year's wages very materialistic guy the moment the perfume came out he knew the label he knew the price very very materialistic guy and the bible stated later that this thing could have been sold for and the money used for the poor and the reason he said that because he kept the purse and the bible said he was stealing from the purse how can you be working with jesus as his treasurer financial secretary and be stealing in fact some people have satanic audacity you are working with jesus keeping the money that people are donating for the ministry and you are stealing from it so satan located him and realized that no this guy amongst all of them he likes money and the people who want to catch him they are ready to give out money so the bible said and satan and dead judas so there are people in church that satan is entering may satan never enter you in the name of jesus he saw quick money in his mind jesus was going to escape because there had been several attempts i showed you a scripture on friday that they sought to catch him jesus christ and he escaped so in his mind oh me my gym is if you come i have delivered the man if he escapes as of my money i'm not returning it to you that was his mind but the time had come for jesus to go so even when peter took a knife and cut somebody's ear he performed plastic surgery but immediately he said put the sword where it's supposed to be this time i'm going to allow myself to be caught so whether we like it or not we are surrounded by evil spirits and the reason god created man and he didn't put man on pluto now they say pluto is no longer one of the planets neptune or uranus or mars or any of the other what do you call it planets is that god put man on earth for the purpose of policing these unclean spirits to ensure that they don't misbehave on earth that is why i said god gave man dominion over everything including the earth they had been cast down onto the earth and god gave them dominion over the earth 
and if these are inhabitants of the earth and god gave man dominion over the earth then it means that dominion extends to the unclean spirits as well so man was like the policeman that was supposed to ensure that there is law and order and that these rebels don't misbehave in this new place that they have been put in fact when they were cast down and put here it's like a remand prison when we say a remand prison we are talking about a temporary prison where you put somebody until final sentencing so it's like make sure as the warder or the policeman that these people don't misbehave until the final judgment is passed and they are thrown into the lake of fire and i've taught you here that there is a difference between hell and the lake of fire because revelation actually tells us that death and hell will be thrown into the lake of fire so hell is like the remand prison where you are held until the final sentencing and the lake of fire is like in someone maximum security prison where you are put finally when sentencing has been done so there's nobody in the lake of fire at the moment because judgment hasn't taken place hallelujah so man was supposed to police this place and ensure that these rebellious spirits don't misbehave but you see imagine a prisoner and you've been given a policeman who is not giving you the chance to misbehave the only way you can get to misbehave is to get the policeman to also fall foul of the law so that he will lose his authority to police you and so satan plotted and caused man the policeman to lose his place so now they broke jail and they were free for them to do whatever they wanted to do here on earth but thank god for jesus hallelujah when jesus christ died the bible says he went into hell colossians chapter 2 it says jesus christ, he went and engaged the enemy in an open combat in order to collect the keys of death and hell back from him and to put it in the hands of man it says jesus having sports principalities and powers he made an open show of them triumphing over them when man fell his police uniform was stripped from him so when you become born again you accept jesus christ as your lord and personal savior that uniform is reinstated that ability to keep the unseen unclean spirits at bay is reinstated it is given back unto you hallelujah and this authority over unclean spirits i want to lay this foundation before i start talking about what they do so that you know that whatever it is that they do you still have authority over them your authority over unseen unclean spirits is not necessarily a function of how high you rank in the kingdom of god understand this that fundamental authority that fundamental ability to command the devil and for him to do what it is that you are saying it's not about you being a baby in christ or you being a guru in christ and let me explain it's because that authority comes as a result of our identity say our identity if you see a policeman on the street you see when you become born again your police uniform is reinstated when you see a policeman on the street it doesn't matter the rank it doesn't matter if it's uh, I don't know whether it's corporal or what the ones who like taking bribe no the small small ones it doesn't matter whether he's that or he's an inspector or he's a commissioner of police or he's the IGP 
the fact that he or she is wearing the uniform alone the fact that he or she has that identity alone when you are driving towards them and you see them on the road and you know you don't have a license and you know your insurance has expired those who drive they know what i'm talking about you know your insurance has expired you know your roadworthiness has expired suddenly your heart begins to beat it doesn't matter whether the person is a thick, tall, intimidating looking policeman or a scrawny short man. When he stands in the middle of the road and he lifts up his hand and says, stop, you have to stop. It's because of the uniform. It's because of the identity. And I want to submit to you today that when you become born again, a uniform is sold and put on you. That uniform was designed by Christ himself. When a designer designs something, we put his name on the what do you call it? So we say you are wearing Gucci, you are wearing Pierre Cardin, you are wearing Ralph Lauren. I want you to know today that you are wearing Christ. You are putting on Christ. And when the devil see the designer uniform designed by Christ Himself, they have no option but to bow to what you say. Hallelujah. You see, let, let me read the scripture to you, Galatians chapter 3 verse 26 i want to show you that christ is like it's like clothes that we can actually wear he said for ye are all the children of god by faith in christ jesus and that is you and i hallelujah next for as many of you that have been baptized into christ have what put on christ so as you are sitting now you are wearing christ when you live you are living wearing christ when you are moving you are moving wearing christ that's why i said in him we live and move and have our being hallelujah so don't say oh as for me i'm just a baby believer i'm now starting it it is by virtue of identity if you have enough information and you know what you are dealing with you can deal with it and get results and you see the enemy we are dealing with knows his strength is inferior to ours and throughout history the armies that don't have enough power the inferior armies they use what we call inferior tactics all these terrorist groups is inferior tactics they use suicide bombing is an inferior tactic if you are really strong and you trust your military might go for open warfare they know they can't stand the u.s united states when it comes we have declared war and open we are fighting the u.s will crush them in no time so they are using inferior tactics let us infiltrate into a plane hijack the plane and make our demands let us drive our planes into the twin towers somebody will strap themselves with a bomb go into a stadium and detonate it inferior tactics and this inferior tactics work in darkness say darkness and that is how our enemy is he knows when it comes to standing toe to toe with us he doesn't have because the bible says his weapons are inferior it's like he holding stones and you holding a grenade bomb because the bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal they are not ordinary they are not normal but are mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds we have way better weaponry we have way better ammunition than the enemy so the only way he can get us 
the only way he can infiltrate into our midst the only way he can have advantage over us is for him to work in darkness that is why as a believer when you also walk in darkness you are walking and working in the territory and the home ground of the enemy that is when the enemy can have advantage over you but thank god we are going to walk in the light hallelujah we are bringing the battle to our home ground in football the home team always has an advantage unless you are some serious abongalos team when we are talking about favorites the home team is always the favorite because you are familiar with the territory you are familiar with the terrain you know how the ball bounces on this particular grass you know the distance between here and the post that if you close your eyes and you curl the ball this way and your eye to hit the bat because you are familiar with the territory and so the enemy will always want to take the battle into darkness you try to get your life into darkness you try to get you to do certain things that fall under the category of the works of darkness so he can have an advantage over you but we will always take the battle into the light hallelujah we will always shine the light onto the enemy the moment you shine the light onto the enemy he loses his power and one of the ways of shining the light onto the enemy is to bring illumination to the word and that is what i'm doing this morning when you shine the light of the word onto the enemy he read, oh now i've been exposed because he knows when it comes to power he cannot stand you he cannot stand you sometimes i look at churches that are operating with wealth systems alone they are not depending on the holy spirit and things like that as i look this thing will work just for a while this thing will work just for a while it will come to a time when the enemy pulls full assault against it it will not stand because the well systems were actually designed by satan himself the bible says the god of this well it's like the gambling machine the manufacturer designed it such that he will always win more people will lose than people will win and so the manufacturer always makes money and with gambling most of the time initially to entice you to gamble more you start winning oh you win the initial one small 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 like that you are happy ah, let me put in more money the machine has been designed to ensure that eventually you will lose thank god we don't depend on the arm of flesh thank god we don't we don't put our trust in horses and chariots but our trust is in the name of the lord so this is where we stand as far as these unseen unclean spirits are concerned now let me zoom into familiar spirits familiar spirits when we talk about familiar spirits what are we talking about we are talking about specific unclean spirits whose job is to be familiar finish i finished the sermon <laughs> they are familiar familiar in the sense that they know a lot they have a lot of information familiar spirits are familiar with persons as in they know persons they they, they are very good note stickers they, they have information detailed information you see satan's army's mission statement is clear to steal to kill to destroy anybody in satan's army that is what you are working towards to steal to kill 
and to destroy and so anything a familiar spirit does is meant to end in one of these things to steal to kill and to destroy so they are familiar with persons human beings they take information about human beings whenever the kingdom of darkness wants to do something bad in somebody's life it is the familiar spirits they go for for information so they say okay so so and so we want to let this thing happen in this person's life this person is being too successful in ministry is bringing too many people to christ give us information what are the things that he likes and satan will never tempt you with something you don't like that's how come i know jesus like bread those of you who like bread you are jesus's friend hallelujah of all the foods in this way, he said turn this stone he didn't say turn it into kinky he didn't say turn it into banku all right he said bread he knew the guy he liked bread somebody said even when he was multiplying the bread the guy was hungry when he saw the bread in the boys he said hey what do you have in your hands <laughs> it wasn't a prophetic question it was driven by appetite and desire to have some of them. He said, hey, look, what do you have in your hands? Bread. Satan will never tempt you with what you don't like. And so they have information. They have information. They know what you like. They know your favorite websites. If you're a female, they know the type of man that is likely to cause your knees to wobble. They know. They know that for you when you see fair guys then your heart begins to beat young man they know when you see slim smallish girls then you are excited they know that when you hear a man with a deep baritone voice <laughs> And you are happy and so if the kingdom of darkness wants to cause you to fall morally they are the ones that will give the information they are the ones that will give the information they are familiar with persons they are familiar with families they know all the things in the family they know that this person is likely to fight with this person they know that there's tension between this person and this person if they want to destroy the peace in the family they know exactly what buttons to press they know that this person's father fought with this person's father three years ago they are very intelligent they have a lot of information they are familiar with persons they are familiar with families they are familiar with ancestral lineages they can give genealogy and they are familiar with places as well they are a lot but let me limit it to these four so basically what they do is that they are spirit beings that take a lot of information for the purpose of stealing killing and destroying stealing killing and destroying I want us to read so I've given you the first thing familiar spirits do they gather information that's the very first thing they gather information all right 
they gather information the second thing they do which i believe is the main thing is that they impersonate people they impersonate people it's like identity theft they impersonate people and i'll show you a very vivid example in the bible they impersonate people they can impersonate people who are living and they can also impersonate people who are dead how many of you have seen a dead relative before how many of you have seen like with your eyes you've seen a dead relative before seen i mean not in a dream like Philly Gadoji right in front of you how many of you have seen I've had that experience before alright today I'll show you from the scriptures that there's nothing like a ghost anybody who has seen a dead relative before what you saw was a familiar spirit because familiar spirits can take on the image of dead people they can take on the image of people who are alive and do all sorts of things with it cause confusion Let's read 1 Samuel chapter 28. 1 Samuel chapter 28. Let's start from verse 1. 1 Samuel chapter 28. Jump to verse 5. And when Saul, who was the king of Israel at the time, saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart greatly trembled. Next. So it's like war was coming. The king was afraid. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him not. By this time, the Spirit of God had departed from him. David had already been anointed. And he didn't even know David had been anointed. But the Spirit of God had departed from him. His personal relationship with God was gone. He couldn't hear God anymore. He said, and God answered him not. Neither by dreams. That means God can speak to us by dreams. I did, I think, a three sermon, what do you call it, on how to hear God. And one of the things I spoke about was dreams. There are dreams that can come from God. Dreams that can come from your own activities. The things that you do in a day. And there are dreams that can come from the devil. And I told you that when you dream and you are eating. It doesn't necessarily mean that somebody is trying to give you sickness in the spirit. Hallelujah. It doesn't necessarily mean somebody is giving you sickness in your dream. Because Isaiah 29, 8. Let's flash it quickly. This one is, is revision. We've done this already. Isaiah 29 8. But we'll come back to this afterward. Aha. Uh-huh. It said, It shall even be as when a hungry man dreameth, and behold, he eateth, but he awaketh, and his soul is empty. So when you sleep and you dream that you are eating, it could be poverty. The fact that you didn't have enough food to eat in the night, you dream that you are eating. It doesn't necessarily mean somebody is trying to give you sickness. But it could also be that somebody is trying to give you sickness. So at the end of the day, we need discernment. If there's one gift, if God came to me and he said, you are pastor of this church, there's one gift I want to give to everybody in the church out of the nine gifts of the spirit. I won't choose word of knowledge. I won't choose word of wisdom. I won't choose prophecy. I won't choose uh, diverse tongues and interpretation of tongues. I won't choose healing I won't choose uh, faith. I won't choose working of miracles. I'll choose discernment of spirits. Because as believers, we need it more than ever. Now. Because some of the counterfeit and some of the camouflage can be so good that even the elect can be deceived. Let's go back to 1 Samuel chapter 28 verse 6. 
he said and when Saul inquired of the Lord the Lord answered him not neither by dreams nor by urine you see those days the high priest in their garments had these two stones called the urim and the tumim and these stones were used to seek God's opinion on things how exactly they worked there are different versions of explanations different sources give different accounts of how they were used some said when it is a yes let's say you go to inquire of the Lord shall I do this or not one of them will light up then it means yes when the other lights up it means it's no some two said they were thrown like casting of loss and it depends on how one something something different 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 when you read um josephus josephus was a jewish historian he had his own version of it there are books called the the, the talmuds when you read them today so they are different by the end of the day what we know is that the urim and the tumim were used to seek for God's opinion on stuff and it was in the garments of the priests the Bible says Christ has made us priests and kings hallelujah you and I the Urim and the Tumim is in our spirits it's called conviction it's called conviction that is the Urim and the Tumim that we need it has been transported into our spirits so when you are going to take a decision you are going to do something you don't feel convicted Urim and Tumim are trying to tell you that this one, the Lord does not approve. Hallelujah. So he said, by dreams, God did not speak to him. By Urim, he did not speak to him. Nor by prophets. It's like God was completely silent. Because his spirit had departed from the man. Next. So what did he do? Then said Saul unto his servant, seek me a woman that had what? A familiar spirit. So he himself prescribed what he wanted. And you see, when you read other scriptures you realize that Saul had actually outlawed the practice of witchcraft and those who use a familiar spirits and listen he had killed some of them sent some of them out of but when he was hot and he needed to hear you see when you're a believer and you always want to hear you always want to hear something you always want to inquire one of these days a familiar spirit will speak to you uh, you are coming to say amen <laughs> it's everything you say amen to <laughs> one of these days a familiar spirit is going to speak to you so his ears were itchy he wanted to hear something he said find me a woman with a familiar spirit that i may go to her and inquire of her and his servant said to him behold there is a woman that had a familiar spirit at endor even though they had been all been taken out of the system there was one somewhere next and Saul disguised himself why will you disguise yourself if you are going to do something good and put on other raiment and he went and two men with him and they came to the woman by night and he said I pray thee divine unto me by the familiar spirit and bring me him up whom I shall name unto thee that means this woman operated by you go and you name somebody and this woman brings this the spirit of this person up next and the woman said unto him behold thou knowest what Saul has done she didn't know she was talking to Saul then how he had cut off those that have familiar spirits and wizards out of the land 
wherefore then layest thou a snare for my life to cause me to die so it's like you are coming to trap me eh didn't know she was talking to the one who was supposed to execute this thing in the first place and so swear to her by the lord saying as the lord liveth there shall no punishment happen to thee for this thing next then said the woman whom shall i bring up unto thee so it's like you go and you choose i want my dead grandmother i want my dead grandfather i want to hear something from my father and they are, they had the ability to bring the people up and he said bring me up samuel samuel was the prophet who anointed him into office it's like now the prophets are not speaking to him anymore in dreams he's not hearing god anymore you remain to him not giving him answers anymore so the one who anointed him who was dead and gone he said bring me up samuel next and when the woman saw samuel she cried with a loud voice and the woman spake to saul saying why hast thou deceived me for thou art saul now she had caught him that the king himself has come next and the king said unto her be not afraid for what sowest thou and the woman said unto saul and listen to the words well for you to know that what came out was not samuel's spirit but something else i saw gods ascending out of the earth when we talk about gods we are talking about evil spirits ascending out of the earth in fact familiar spirits reside in the earth they reside in the ground i'll show you another scripture to prove it one prophet of god that god gave a certain revelation to about familiar spirits he said he was walking in his house praying and suddenly he was caught in the spirit and he saw two angels with three horses and he sat on a horse and the horse drove like rode fast and he went into a certain forest the ground opened and he entered when he entered there were a lot of pieces of wood with names and things written on it so he asked the angel what is this he said the names on the pieces of wood are all the people on the earth who use familiar spirits and some of them were pastors so he said he took just two one he could recognize the name he knew the person but didn't have a personal relationship with him the second one he didn't know who it was and the angels told him that familiar spirits come from the ground and this is evidence said they arose out of the ground and let me show you something in the book of Isaiah the book of Isaiah Isaiah 29 4 Isaiah 29 4 Isaiah chapter 29 verse 4 this was a curse God was placing upon a certain land called Ariel he said and thou shalt be brought down and thou shalt speak out of the ground and thy speech shall be low out of the dust and thy voice shall be as of one that hath a familiar spirit out of the ground and thy speech shall whisper out of the dust hallelujah familiar spirits come from the ground so a lot of those people who those fortune tellers and things like their spirits actually come out of the ground prophets who use familiar spirits they come out of the ground so if the familiar spirit has information about you and the prophet so-called prophet is using familiar spirits the spirit just appears out of the ground stands by you and is communicating things phone number bank account number and you are there hey shall come prophesy go deeper go deeper go deeper you are there <laughs> also shall come no? and they also share in the income let's go back to someone 
So what came out was not the spirit of Samuel. It was an evil spirit. And these familiar spirits have the ability to impersonate. To take on the images of people. Today I want you to know that when somebody dies, the person cannot cross over and come back to the side of existence. It's not possible. If you read the story of um, Lazarus, the beggar, the poor man, and the rich man. When they died and they went into Abraham's bosom. That's Luke chapter 16 from 19 to 31 down. Later you can go and read it. He asked Abraham to let Lazarus cross over. And Abraham said, it is not possible. Where you are, and it is not possible. That crossover is not possible. So take it from me. When a dead relative, a dead friend, a dead enemy, anybody, it is impossible to cross over and come back. If you see the person in this realm, it is an evil spirit. It is a familiar spirit. It is not possible. That crossover is not possible. When the person dies, your spirit is gone. It's not yet time for the dead to be resurrected. At the trumpet, they shall be resurrected. The time hasn't come yet. Nobody goes and crosses over and comes back. It is not possible. Biblically speaking, I want to read something in Job chapter 7 verse 9. Job 7 9. It said, As the cloud consumed and vanished away, so he that goeth down to the grave shall come up what? No more. Another version says, cannot, cannot return to his house. So your dead mother cannot come to your house and come and rob your back in the middle of the night. That my daughter sleep well, sleep well. I shall come again and see. It, familiar spirits. It's not the spirit of that person. Some people you dream and your mother is, your dead mother is breastfeeding you. And you are sucking like that. All sorts of things have been transferred into your system. <laughs> when you see a dead person, it is not that person. It cannot be that person. Hallelujah. At least these two scriptures prove it. When you go, you can't come back anymore. The gulf between the living is too big for anybody to cross over and come back. Jesus is the only one who did that. It is not possible. On the Saturday of, of fire rally, a certain lady was brought to my house and she had to sleep over. I think it was a Friday, rather. She had to sleep over. And after the service, I was told that apparently, in the course of the day, you know, throughout her life, she never knew her father. It's like her father never really took care of her it was later that she connected with the father and you know the father had married another woman and the man had now become a pastor and stuff like that so they connected for the last few years of his life and the man died at the age of 67 years when he died two weeks later his wife also died and this lady has a sister who is in london that they've lost contact with for some time and so she didn't know that the parents had died so she was there that afternoon and she got a phone call from the sister that she's in ghana she has come and she said she is with their parents no this one is not like story this one the person was in my house 
He says she's with their parents. He said, ah, what do you mean by you are with, with, with their parents? He says she's with them. I mean, as she's talking right now, their house is speaking from, they are in the sitting room, they are there. Right now. So she got confused. She said, her parents, they are there though. He said, no, 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 they cannot be dead. What do you mean by they are dead? I am in the same house with them, you are telling me they are dead. Let me even go back to the sitting room so that if possible you even talk to her. When she got there, they were gone. This one just, just last week. This lady was shaking. I had to pray for her for that spirit of you. Because it's like, hey, if they've been able to come there, maybe the next stop is. So no, no, no. You are in firehouse. Familiar spirit in Tumimbaha. Sleep and sleep well. So the sister also collapsed and had to be admitted at Tema General Hospital. Familiar spirits. So that's what they do. They impersonate people. They take on people's images. And they use these things to cause all sorts of confusion. There was this gentleman who wanted to marry a very good lady. Everything was working. Five, five, five. Just when it was time to start planning the wedding, he had a dream that his dead mother came and warned him that this lady would destroy your life. Don't marry this lady. She is going to destroy your life. She will take all your money. She will not respect you. Your life will be miserable. So the gentleman got confused and decided that we are not marrying again. May no familiar spirit destroy your marriage plans in the name of Jesus. Yeah. One guy said, one day he slept and dreamt and a friend who had died had come to knock on his door knocked on the door and came into the house he asked him what are you looking for here he said i have been sent to come for you <laughs> i've been sent to come for you he said come for me where he said the cemetery cemetery he said when he said now <laughs> you have to build your spirit so that you can refuse certain things in dreams <laughs> before they manifest in the physical he said now he said you should come now the guy woke up afraid they are coming for me they will not come for you before your time coming for him he said now he said yeah one guy also dreamt his sister who had died of cancer came to visit him in his house and the sister lay on top of him opened his mouth put her mouth to his mouth and started transferring things from inside her into his stomach until his stomach became full and when she finished and she was going out she stood at the door turned and turned into a very nasty evil spirit and disappeared familiar spirit the spirit knows if it had come in its original form the guy would not have opened his mouth door like like he won't even allow you like in the dream you don't even allow the person to enter there but came as a sister harmless he needed to be prayed for otherwise in no time he too cancer no 
when you have sad dreams that that is when you must activate the power of that uniform that god has given unto you it's not a time to fear at all hallelujah it's not a time to fear one pastor said he dreamt he had a certain carpenter called Uzu, and this Uzu guy liked money those kind of people who never reduce their price like baby he will never reduce it for you and Uzu died and one day he dreamt Uzu came to his house Uzu said oh there are some things that are spot in your house I want to come and repair them for you so he showed him okay so this is what this is and he asked Osu, so how much are you going to charge Osu said it's for free he said no 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 this is not the Osu i know he doesn't do things for free <laughs> he doesn't do things for free. it cannot be Osu. so in the dream he asked him who are you and then suddenly the thing turned into some nasty creature and disappeared a familiar spirit was looking for a loophole to enter his house. He said, no, no, the, the who I know, he doesn't do things for free. He will never give you free meat. No, 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 no. He will charge you for it. Thank God he, he, he the pastor, was also familiar with Usu. <laughs> he knew how Usu operated. So Satan uses some of these disguises and things to get into the lives of people. They can impersonate the living when a breakthrough is about to take place in somebody's life. Suddenly, the one who is supposed to help you will dream and see you trying to strangle him. If I see such a dream, I'll start looking at you twice. Oh, you that I'm trying to help you, you that I'm trying to promote, you that I'm trying, no, 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 you're strangling me. And you make sure he strangles well to the point where the person almost died in the dream. You wake up and say, no, 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 this one I'm not going to. And all of it is to steal, to kill, to destroy, to destroy relationships. Relationships. One man said, I've divorced my wife. And the pastor asked, why have you divorced your wife? He said, I dreamt. What did you dream? He said, in the dream, my wife was sitting on my head. sitting on my head she wasn't just sitting on my head she was defecating on his head and the pastor said hey was he plenty say pastor <laughs> like two weeks diarrhea said, entered his eyes and his ears and he got i said no he divorced the woman Oh, may no familiar spirit take your image and misbehave with it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So there, there are a lot of there's a lot of confusion in families, a lot of confusion in homes. Me, I know of a marriage that broke because of a dream. You can ask Mami Fire. There's a couple we know. We're all in CMF together. Two Christians. Oh, I'm not talking about unbelievers and unbelieving believers two christians it all started with a dream the lady had that the man's mother was trying to kill her and you know some of these things if you don't handle it well you go and say something it's the man's mother went and said something some way the man also got angry the way the whole thing and 
as we are talking about, they are divorced. As to whether truly it was a woman or it was a familiar spirit, at the end of the day, the marriage has been destroyed. Familiar spirit. People who are supposed to be prominent in your life. I know somebody who left the church because he saw his pastor in a dream. He said the pastor was throwing sand into his eyes. <laughs> what a dream. The pastor was throwing sand into his eyes. So no, 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 no. That means he's been deceived where he is. So he left the church. Ah, maybe truly, truly, the pastor was deceiving him. But I see, that's why I said, at the end of the day, you need discernment. Say discernment. You need to be able to discern. Because Satan has, has, has mastered the camouflage so well that if, if you don't have the spirit of discernment, you could be deceived. There was this girl who was following Paul and shouting, oh, these are the men of God that this is, this is like a bomb introduction. They are going to place and it was like, oh, these are men of God who they speak the word of God. Follow them. And the Bible says she followed them for days. That means it's possible initially even Apostle Paul liked it. Like, oh, Charlie, this girl is correct. We can do the missionary work with her. She's paving the way. She's, she's, she's speaking good about us. She's softening the grounds for us. After many days, days means it could be weeks, it could be months, it could be following them. Before suddenly he felt a certain indignation in the spirit and he descended. No, it is not by the spirit of God she's speaking. It was the spirit of divination. The Bible says well, he commanded the spirit to come out of her. So these things are happening. In churches, men of God are using familiar spirits. It's not every accurate prophecy you should be excited about. If it is from God, you see, everything God does, Satan will want to counterfeit it. One of this, I'll show you a video of a psychic who was talking to me like they are sitting down like this. And the psychic, you would think it's a prophet. What is done during prophetic ministrations? The same thing. God is so, so you. Yeah, your mother, this, 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 and the people will be crying, and oh, they are so excited that they are getting all kinds of information. But it is familiar spirits. It is familiar spirits. But my prayer for you today is that any form of contamination by the works of familiar spirits in your life. As we enter into prayer today, may the Lord erase everything in the name of Jesus. I'm sure as I'm speaking, some of you, you are beginning to remember some of the dreams that you've had. Like, Pastor, I had trouble. But thank God that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Maybe there's somebody you, you, you even have a bad opinion on based on a dream. Go back to God. Ask God whether it was really the person you were seeing in the dream. Or it was something else. Familiar spirits can be very religious. So very, very religious. When Samuel's image came up, the Bible said what? He was covered in a mantle. An old man covered in a mantle. That means they can come in clerical. They can look very spiritual. And look, I'm telling you, there are a lot of so-called pastors, there are a lot of so-called prophets around and it is familiar spirits they are using. These people are not people who didn't know God and just decided that I'm going for a familiar spirit to do church so that I'll get money. No. Most of them, they were people who have already been in church. But they are not patient enough for God to take them through the process. They want to be big. 
when you start the church and it's only five people who are coming and the five cry it is you your wife your child your household and then one person be who sometimes comes and doesn't come and it's like that two years frustration i listened to the testimony of one guy he said they were under a certain man of god and some confusion began two of them he and his friend and they both left and went and started their own ministries you see this thing called starting ministry if you've not been called to do it eh, and you go and carry it up reverend who says it's like carrying a corpse on your back and walking through the streets of Accra. if you've not been called it's not everybody who has been called to pioneer a ministry in fact majority of people have been called to help under a ministry if if you've not been called and you frustrations can drive you into all sorts of things I keep telling you that this ministry that I started is not the result of ambition it's the result of obedience because me this is not what I wanted to do <laughs> hallelujah it wasn't part of my plans at all it is the result of obedience and I'm glad I obeyed hallelujah I'm, I'm excited it's one of the best decisions I've taken in my life is to be obedient to this call so people get frustrated and as a result of their frustration they're like oh this gentleman said, ah, two of them, we all left. And when we're leaving, we all knew our levels. Suddenly, this guy is exploding and he doesn't understand. He invited him for a program and he came driving in a hammer. Meanwhile, he is believing God for common bread to eat. And the guy came to minister and wow, he blew the minds of the people. Accurate prophecy, hearing that this, 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 scattered the whole place. So when he finished, I said, hey, Charlie, but me and you, now when we were living, we all knew our level. You cry, you were below my level. How come suddenly you have exploded and the guy just laughed? He said, we'll talk. Later he called him. He said, come, let's meet. He said, there is this group I want to introduce you to. And for the initiation into the group, you have to go to Benin. He said, he would, hey, he said I would, whatever it would take to be like you and to do the things that you are doing, I'll do. He went to Benin. They took him to some river in the middle of the night. The river was there, dark like that. He couldn't see anybody. They said, start walking into the river. Walking, walking. Suddenly, he saw a huge human being sitting on top of the water. Obviously, a spirit. Started communicating. Ah, you want this, 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 this. And he took some animal. He said, open your mouth. Put it in his mouth. Swallow. Go. This is the first stage of the initiation. When he went back, hey, suddenly, miracles be what? Prophecy be what? Suddenly, from 10 people, so he moved into the hundreds. He said, Charlie, let's hurry up and go to stage two. Stage two, stage two. The thing, it is working. It is working. So, most of the time, it's people who have been in church, but they are frustrated. They are not prepared to be patient. They are not prepared to go through the process. There are people who God hasn't called to pioneer ministries. And they've gone to do it. So now they have to find foul means of making the thing work. And unfortunately, believers have itchy ears. We always want to hear something. Some of these people, they work with the familiar spirits. They can tell you it is your mother that is doing something, something, and that tonight you even have a dream. And that familiar spirit will come and show you something in your dream. Say, hey, the man of God was right. My mother is a witch. Somebody was told that, and he took a machete and went to butcher the mother. Innocent woman. 
Satan, he can show visions. Oh. He can give dreams. He can show visions. Look, Jesus, when he was in the wilderness, I believe some of the temptations, they weren't face to face. The bread one, they had, I'm sure it was face to face. But when the Bible said he took him to a high place and showed him all the kingdoms of the world, that must have been in the spirit. There is no physical place on earth where you can stand and you will see the entire world. And he even showed him details of their glories, the things that are happening. There's no physical place on earth you can stand and have this kind of. It must have been in the spirit. So Satan can come and give you dreams. He can come and give you visions. He'll show you things. But may you know what to do in the dream and may you know what to do in the vision. Hallelujah. When you see a, a, a prophet and say, all they're doing is to prophesy doom with no solution. Imagine Jesus, they come to tell him, uh, Lazarus is dead. Hey, Lazarus is dead four days. Martha, you are next though. The thing is in the family. It is chasing you people like something. Prepare yourself. You are going to die. Bartimaeus comes crying to Jesus. Have mercy on me. Say, hey, Bartimaeus, your curse is too much. Oh, this your curse is from your mother's house. If it's from your mother's house, do something about it. The lame man by the beautiful gate. Peter and John say, hey, no, no, this one there is from, is from your father's house. But I said, What silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. That is what a man of God does. That's what somebody working with the Spirit of God does. You bring solution. Not that you diagnose things and you can do. There are places people go to, I hear, they'll give you some water, you wash your face, and you start seeing in the Spirit. So they can see, tell you everything about yourself. But the power to deal with the thing is not there. I pray that you will not fall prey to the tricks of familiar spirits. You, you will not have dreams that will spoil your relationship with people. Marriages have been destroyed because of such things. Relationships between brothers and sisters have been destroyed because of such things. I pray that God will put a shield around your, your head as you sleep. That the enemy will not come and project images. And if you have had dreams already that you feel have, have, have introduced certain things into your life to we stand in authority of the blood of Jesus we stand in authority of the name of Jesus the Bible says in Matthew chapter 15 verse 13 that anything that my father did not plant shall be uprooted anything that God did not plant shall be taken out today in the name of Jesus I want you to stand to your feet in the name of Jesus you want to pray that anything that God did not plant anything any idea that God did not plant any, any image that God did not plant we are uprooting it in the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice, begin to pray. 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 I don't care what the dreams have been, I don't care what it is you have seen in the spirit. I don't care what the deception has been. But today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We reverse the workings of familiar spirit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. 
Any deposits from her. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Any deposits from the pits of her. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Sicknesses that have been transmitted. Through dreams. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Son of the Living God. Can I have some oil? If you are here today and maybe you've had a certain dream, you've had a certain encounter, and you feel in your spirit that this thing is more than meets the eye, I want you to come to me here quickly. I want to lay my hands on you. I want to lay my hands on you. I want to pray for you. Tonight we are neutralizing any deposit that is not of God. Any deposit that is not of God. Anything that God did not plant, we are prudent. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lift up your hand and say this after me. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Say today by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. By the power of the blood. I neutralize. Say I neutralize. In the deposits of hell. In my life. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray. We neutralize. We neutralize. We neutralize. We neutralize in the name of Jesus. We neutralize every deposit of hell. We declare upon your life that no sickness will be deposited in your spirit. No sickness will manifest in your body. No transfer will materialize in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Son of the Living God, Rabbi Katabala. We neutralize the works of familiar spirit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We negate the works of familiar spirit. Spirits that have appeared in dreams spirits that have tainted your images of people spirits that have tainted your opinions about people in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we arrest every deposit of premature death we arrest every deposit of deadly sicknesses deadly diseases we neutralize the effect of any negative visitations you have had in the spirit in the name of jesus christ of nazareth any negative declaration you have received in dreams you have received in visions we neutralize the effect this morning in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I lose you now I lose you now by the power of the blood 
I neutralize any negative deposit right now in the name of Jesus. Loose now. Loose. I neutralize any negative deposit right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I neutralize now in the name of Jesus. I cancel it by the power of the blood of Jesus. I neutralize it now. In the name of Jesus, I set you loose. I set you loose. I set you loose. I set you loose. Now, in the name of Jesus, I loose you now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Laying on of hands, I declare that no negative effect shall manifest in your life in the name of Jesus. Every negative proclamation released in dreams and in visions in the name of Jesus by virtue of this oil. We declare the power neutralized by virtue of this anointing. We declare the shock broken in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Loose now. I loose you now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Be loose. Be loose. Now talk about us. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every negative deposit is neutralized in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every negative information is declared a lie. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, I declare you loosed. I declare you set free. I declare you set free. We superimpose the power of the blood. I superimpose. The power of the Holy Ghost. We declare that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. And they are sent. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Loose you now. Now I want specifically those that have dreamt and seen dead relatives either come to talk to you or do something to you. I want you to come here to me quickly. Specifically, dead relatives. Dead relatives. Today we've learned that they cannot come from the other side. And today, by the laying on of hands, any negative contact. It's broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. Any contact that has been established with the other world, in the name of Jesus, 
is cancelled in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Any connection that has been created, I break it now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we deploy the fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Lift it up for me, quick. Lift it up for me, quick. Okay. We deploy the fire of the Holy Ghost to melt any such liquid. Now, in the name of Jesus, we deploy the fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire of the Holy Ghost. The linkage is broken by virtue of the anointing. The shock is broken. We deploy the fire. We deploy the fire of the Holy Ghost. Every linkage to ancestral spirits. We break this morning in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God every linkage broken in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God lift up your voice begin to pray lift up your voice begin to pray Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Rapa Katabahata, Sharaba Katabahata, Serekato Hitis, Shereba Katabahata, Rereba Kadiatu Bahata, Rereba Shadia Katabahata, Shedekate Katabahata, Rabba Kato Sibahata, Raturia Kabahasa. I mentioned the familiar spirits are spirits that take information. Today you are going to take authority. You are going to put on Christ. Jesus. You are going to put on that heavenly uniform. Amen. You are standing in authority Amen. as a child of God. Amen. And you are declaring that any information about me, Jesus. any notes that have been taken about me, Jesus if it is on a hard drive in the realm of the spirit we reformat that hard drive in the name of jesus if it is on a notebook we erase whatever has been written with the blood of jesus any information the enemy has taken and after that we are going to pray and bind every familiar spirit that has been assigned to your life you are going to declare that from today your activities are halted you are blinded you are crippled. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Say today. By the power of the blood. Say I erase. I erase. Any pit of information. About my life. In the realm. In the spirit. I erase. I erase. I erase. By the power of the blood. Any information about my life 
that the enemy intends to use against me in the name of Jesus. Say today, I project, I project the blood, the blood of Jesus into the realm of the spirit. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Lift up your voice. Any information release. Any information release. That the enemy intends to use against you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We erase it. We erase it. We blot it out with the blood. 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 Information that the enemy is intending to use in the future. We blot it out in the blood. Rekele baba bayaka. Shida baba baba Lift up your voice. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, we deploy the power of the blood. We deploy the power of the blood. We deploy the power of the blood. Every bit of information we blot it out by the power of the blood. We erase by the power of the blood. We erase by the power of the blood. We declare that no weapon from the against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against you in judgment, you shall contend in the name of Jesus. Sometimes you are just there and some people's attitude just changed towards you. who had some friends in ministry in another country they came to visit him they had formed a partnership they were supposed to do some big things together the two other pastors from the other country they came to the country to visit him and suddenly it's like they grew cold and when people's attitudes change to most of you you can tell something has changed the person used to show you a lot of respect suddenly so he confronted him. He asked, "What is the matter? It, it looks as if you, 
you've changed what is the matter he said he dreamt and he saw this pastor smoking marijuana in the dream and the dream was so vivid so he concluded that this man is not what he seems sometimes the people who are supposed to be destiny helpers the people who are supposed to be pillars in your life the enemy can show them to you in dreams you see them doing all kinds of weird things and stuff like that sometimes some people are even supposed to marry you they will just dream and see that you have turned into a hippopotamus they'll say no 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 this person is not a human being and you are going to pray that any such contortions in the spirit we, we are bringing everything into alignment with the will of God any such confusion in the spirit if I don't know whether somebody is, 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 is manifesting you as a snake in somebody's eyes or as a lizard in somebody's eyes but you want to declare in the spirit we are, we are dealing with high level spiritual warfare today you want to declare in the spirit that the truth of God alone will stand Jesus, whatever it is that has been done in the spirit that, that has distorted images and taking the favor out of you we are reversing it in the name of Jesus lift up your voice begin to pray right now lift up your voice begin to pray if it is a relationship that needs to be restored may it be restored if it is a marriage that needs to be restored may it be restored in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, Rebekahalabahata, Rebekahaliyatobahasa. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, Rebekahalabahata. If there's anybody who must show you favor and the enemy is distorting your image, we declare in the place of prayer today that the person is not going to have rest until the matter is settled Jesus. until the person has done what he or she is supposed to do Ruth came to Naomi and she told her that hey, it looks as if Boaz is interested in me and Naomi said that man will not know rest until the matter is settled until he puts that ring on your finger every contention every distortion in the name of Jesus we halt it and we declare that only the will of God will stand in your life. Amen. Lift up your voice. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank God that until the matter is settled, until the matter is settled, that open door, until you have entered that open door, that marriage that is of God, until you have entered that door, that job opportunity, the matter has been settled. Nobody is going to change their mind. Nobody is going to change their mind until the matter is settled. 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 
Until the matter is settled. Until the matter is settled. Until it has been brought to a logical conclusion. Until the scholarship is signed, sealed, and delivered. There will be no distortion. There will be no change of anybody's mind. No familiar spirit will impersonate you in a negative manner. No familiar spirit will paint you black until the matter is settled. Until the issue is settled. Until the matter has been brought to a logical conclusion. We lift our eyes to the hills from whence cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Kadibakata, some trust in horses, others trust in chariots, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. Woe unto the man who trusts in the arm of flesh. Our eyes are on Yahweh. We look up unto Yahweh. Our hope is Yahweh. Our belief is Yahweh. Overflow, 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 overflow